I hope my dad offers you peace. I hope you take it. I hope everything can change. It did for me. Start over. You still can. There is no getting out of it now. I wouldn't accept your surrender if you came to me on your knees. See, winning isn't about beating you. Winning is about killing every last one of you. That is starting over. I never wanted this. Rick made this happen. You tell him that. No more talk. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Fan Critical. Tonight we're going to be talking about The Walking Dead, Season 8, Episode 15, Worth, directed by Michael Slovis. Uh, tonight I am joined only by our favourite Len. Hey, hey hey, guys, yeah, John John sends his apologies. Um, in a way. In a way. Just negative chat that he always gives, just sending those negative vibes this way. Although I think he said the uh, uh, he kind of enjoyed the episode i think he rated it 10 out of 10 yeah best episode of the walking dead ever ever. seen yeah Yeah. uh so we'll we'll be throwing in some john comments for you might even get a little bit of commentary from him later if we're lucky but that's dependent on his work trip dependent and as always i'm your host emma um so interesting episode this week uh lots of different characters and we finally got a relatively major death which i was pretty excited about and sad oh what Oggy, 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 Oggy. Oi, oi, oi. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Oggy. It's gone. Yeah, I mean, well, it was coming, wasn't it? It was, yeah. it, it's been set up for several, several episodes now that he was going to go. Um, I thought some of the parts of that were really good. I thought the episode in general was pretty good. I liked, what I like most about the episode is the fact that Negan, as I was saying in previous episodes, like Rick seems to have gone absolutely berserk maybe sort of out of character in the last episode. And yeah. Negan seems a bit like a saint, you know, telling us all why he's doing it. And, you know, he's got morals. Bam, bam, bam. And now we're kind of seeing the sort of the part of Negan that we really want to see, which is unhinged, insane Negan, you know, that speech that he gives to, you know, Simon whilst he's killing him. And it's like, amazing. and the, the way he talks to Michonne at the end of the episode, you know, that's the part of Negan that I want to see. So one of my favourite parts of this episode was seeing Negan as a like a rock hard villain. Yeah, that's For the right. first time in ages yeah. since he bashed Glenn and Abraham's heads in. Well and and uh, gutted uh, Spencer. When he gutted yep. when he gutted Spencer in uh, in Alexandria near the pool table, that was also uh, quite an interesting uh, evil turn. But ever since then, yeah, he's He's, he's been pretty low key. He's been not well used as in not used enough. Yeah. And also just basically that they're trying to make him this grey character, which he is, uh, which I can understand, like Rick is and they're trying to show that they both got capacity for good and evil. But at the end of the day, you want to root for Rick in this confrontation. Yeah. And um, after last week, I was a bit like, well, Rick's a bit of a dickhead. Like, he just murdered those people. Well, yeah. And the characterization of Negan makes it really hard to root for, for Rick sometimes. Yeah. Because 
Negan actually seems to be a bit more on point and a bit clearer in terms of his what, philosophy if, and, yeah, his, and philosophy his mindset and his mindset. Yeah. But then this is also, this is, you know, this is the side of Negan. We want to see the insane, yeah. crazy megalomaniac that he has become this sort of caricature of himself, um, you know, who believed his own legend um, and now is fully behind eradicating uh, the hilltop. Definitely. I mean, so overall then you pretty enjoyed, pretty much enjoyed uh, this episode. I think you? I did like it because there was a couple of, uh, things that we finally got a payoff for. We got the Simon incident. We also got uh, <laughs> Dwight getting outed, which we'll come on to later, yep. which I saw coming, but was quite well done actually for the show. Uh, I thought so. It was quite subtle for a change. Um, uh, yeah, so I was I was pleasantly surprised by the episode. I, um, I liked it. I had some mixed feelings about it. So some of it I found a bit meh, tedious. Um, but there were minimal bits, and, and I think it's pretty obvious which elements of the storyline in, in this episode were less exciting mm. or intriguing than others. Oh, yeah. Um, but overall, I, th- I thought it was pretty good. It, the challenge is, with any kind of season, the penultimate episode of a season is is get, a difficult one to get right. Yeah, it's getting all the chess pieces into place yeah. for the for the fight finale. You've got um, to set it up for the finale, but you've also got to make it exciting, but not too exciting, because if it's more exciting than the finale, then well, you, you're screwing it up. Yeah, I mean, it's the only show that I think sort of subverts that sort of style is Game mm. of Thrones, where episode nine yeah. is their big episode, and usually the episode 10 of the season is setting up for next season. Definitely. Walking Dead doesn't operate like that. It does go all out on its season finales um, and leaves it usually with some sort of cliffhanger or something. Um, yeah, so, something to try and keep us hanging. Although I did yeah. read an interesting comparison today uh, between Game of Thrones and The Walking Dead. Yeah, go on, I'm interested. Uh, I'm not sure how much I agree with this, but comparing the um, the arena or sort of tournament fight of... Uh, Negan, Negan and Simon yeah. against the Mountain and the Viper. Well, yeah, that's... Which was quite interesting. One-on-one combat, you know, yeah. trial by combat, Game of Thrones, trial by combat, Walking Dead, apparently. I quite like that. I, like- I mean, I'm not... I'm, I liked the Simon Negan, like, death match. Yeah. Didn't think it was as good as the Game of Thrones one, but I well, quite like no, the comparison. Def- definitely not as good, but well, yeah. Uh, almost on a par, yeah, in a way. Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm obviously joking, listeners. Please don't... Don't take me seriously. Um... So on that note of kind of mixed feelings from me and and Len really liked this episode. John thought it was amazing. Um, Gave some great feedback. Yeah, he loved it. His favourite bit was Eugene, just FYI. Yeah, he loves Eugene. Can't Um, get enough of him. He's a Eugene fanboy, isn't he? He just loves the way he talks, loves the way he's written, loves everything about him. His speech, his favourite... Yeah, you know, overall, only seconded and by Jadis. John's favourite food, sardine macaroni and cheese. Who knew? Who knew? There you go, listeners, little tidbit. Um, but on, on that note, what I've done is I've structured this podcast this evening very selfishly. I've started with the things I didn't enjoy so much. No, let's do that. Let's do, let's, get, let's, get, let's get the bad things out oh, of the yeah. way. And then we're ending with the really cool shit. Yeah. Um, so first up, and you might not agree with me here then, I want to talk about the opening scenes with Rick reading Carl's letter. Yeah, so we finally got to uh, got to hear what Carl had written. I was sceptical if we'd ever would. I, I kind of saw them maybe revealing what he said at the end of the season. Yeah, um, which would a, I think have been As wrong. a sort of like finale, like the, the, the bit just before they completely end the season, you know, after the resolution, hopefully, of All Out War. Um, but yeah, it was... It was sweet. Um, uh, what what we could do here is we could just input a little bit of what uh, Carl said. We could. Shall just, we shall yeah, have a little listen? Let's have a little listen to a yeah. couple of the highlights of what Carl said. R.I.P. You have to find peace with Negan. Find a way forward somehow. We don't have to forget what happened, but you can make it so that it won't happen again. 
that nobody has to live this way, that every life is worth something. Start everything over. Show everyone that they can be safe again without killing, that it can feel safe again, that it can go back to being birthdays and school and jobs and even Friday night pizza somehow, and walks with a dad and a three-year-old holding hands. Make that come back, Dad. And go on those walks with Judith. She'll remember them. I love you, Carl. It's, it's pretty emotional, isn't it? Um, nice, nice sentiments, and I, and I like the fact that actually what Carl's focused on in his letter now we finally get to read it um, is all of the things that made him happy. You know, some of it's a bit corny, but oh, it's remembering it's, being a kid. Yeah, and it's reminding Rick of what real life is like, and and basically saying if you can get your shit together and try and make some peace, this is what the world could be like again for Judith and Random Baby. Do you remember Random Baby? Oh, Gracie. Oh yeah, I keep ba- forgetting her name. Baby Gracie. Baby Gracie, yeah. yeah. Um, I, yeah the future, I, what's the future? Well, that's it. I mean, look, the letter from Carl was actually quite well written. I didn't have any problems with it. Yeah, it's a bit cheesy, but... His handwriting was lovely. He, oh, he's a kid, you know. Um, I don't know how his penmanship is that good, because, you know, he would have finished school, what, four years ago now, Zombie Apocalypse started? He's been practising, doing been pra- his lines. Well, he did write a lot of letters, so Must by the end... Must kill zombies. Yeah, but it was nice... Um, as I said, I'm a bit annoyed that we saw it in this episode and now Rick's like, obviously his motivation has changed since last week where he butchered people, like people who saved his life in a situation. Do you think it has though? 100%. I mean, and that is one of the downsides of the show is the fact that they just, they think that he's he's literally butchered people last week. He's read a letter and now he's going to be, you know, the, he's going to be the one who's level-headed and calm and collected. Mm. And now Negan... Uh, because of Simon is the hothead who's gone mental in the space of one episode so I hate the way they rush things like that you know and and like we said we're happy they didn't just go oh as soon as Carl died oh yeah Rick is you know all goody goody um, because that isn't realistic but I think also just reading a letter wouldn't make him that realistic I suppose it's it's finding a middle ground isn't it which is something The Walking Dead is not always very good at if this had happened maybe three or four episodes ago and we'd seen the development of Rick reading the letter and then you know making a mistake and then going oh no you know what I'm not honouring Carl's wishes this is what he really wanted so do I it would have felt a bit better but it would have been ten times worse if he'd have read it in like the the finale episode oh it would have been worse I mean I just go back to thinking it just would be so much more useful if Carl was alive um, because mm. he would just be saying this to his father and showing for example of like saving Sadiq yeah. and saving these other people um, why you know not killing everyone is the right solution mm. you know even someone as bad as Negan yeah. so you know and I'm sure we're going to get a payoff with that next week uh, oh, so yeah. we'll, we'll put a little poll out on Facebook and see what people think is going to be the resolution but um, I'm pretty certain of the way the show's going I've got to say, though, actually, visually, I thought this bit of the episode was really well shot. I I liked the, you know, close-ups of Rick, really emotional. Not yeah. shot in terms of technicality, but in terms of what you see visually. Yeah, I'm, it's all I'm happy, I'm not a technical it? person. It's all happy, isn't it? It's all well, sunshine and lollipops. Feel, and... I didn't necessarily feel like it was happy. I thought it was a really nice juxtaposition between what is essentially old man Rick looking really sort of heartbroken with this single tear and then shots of the people who are the future I, I thought it was nice yeah no I nice opener I'm happy with the opener absolutely happy with it and then obviously Michonne sees the letter for Negan and then titles you know and that's yeah. fine as well like I understand that these letters 
predominantly we only care about Rick and Negan's letters. Basically, um, yeah. Yeah, and Negan does need to hear his letter as he hopefully, well, as he does later on. Indeed. So I think the big question is, are either of them capable, both of them or neither of them, capable of listening to Carl's words and acting on them at uh, this point? They will both listen to Carl's words. Uh, and ignore them? Uh, no, Rick will, <laughs> Rick will definitely take on board what Carl has said. I see Rick sparing Negan if it comes to it. And I see Negan not getting the opportunity to do what he wants to do with his letter. I see him having to basically uh, surrender or okay. lose. He will. The, the saviors are going to lose somehow. You know. Well, if they don't, I don't really get the point. No, of all out they're going. They're going to lose somehow. It's mm. just how they get there. Um, and it's all well. We'll come on to that in a bit as well. How they're going to. How I think. Yes. The 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 big tide discussion the, to be had. Around yes. There. Okay. That's fine. Um, let's talk about. Aaron and the Oceansiders. Well, this is it, isn't it? Briefly. This is it, isn't it? This, um, this is this is where The Walking Dead annoys me. My, so my notes here were tedious, weak, pointless. It's not pointless. I mean, no, it, but pointless in terms of it didn't need to drag that long it, and it could have been done better, I thought. This is my least favourite part of the episode. So we know several things are fact next episode. We know that Rick is walking into a trap. Mm-hmm. We know that the saviors somehow still have hundreds of men doesn't make any sense. Like, honestly, they must have killed about 200. How have the saviors got 300, like, like warriors, like people who are there to, to go and battle? Yeah. Not possible. Second fact, the Oceansiders are definitely going to join in and help well, That's just going to swing the battle. I mean, I would. Yeah. I, that's why the scene is important, um, because it, it shows, ooh, the Oceansiders are considering what Aaron is saying, and... And they're going to probably turn up last minute. Yeah, I mean, that scene was important. The first two scenes of Aaron, oh, like, nice. rolling around We haven't mud. seen him for, like, five episodes. Yeah, shit. Six episodes. I mean, it's just... It annoyed that, me. But this is where the show gets lazy. You know, it, you know, it does good things in this episode that have been building quite nicely, yes. bubbling, simmering, the whole Simon coup and all that sort of stuff has been very... Quite well and quite tightly written leading up to this point. Um, but the stuff with the Oceansiders, who I do believe are a pointless community. They are in the comics, so they do exist in the comics, the Oceansiders. Um, okay. But uh, they're not all women. Uh, that's nothing to do with what reason I think that I just don't think they've been written very well. Well, I think that's, you know, and the other point of these scenes is giving grounding to the revelation that it was Simon that wiped out the men and the boys from the Oceanside community, wow, wasn't yeah. it? Wow, okay, yeah, okay. Which is quite a big deal. That's a very good point, and I did not link those two things, so that that's is... That's why I'm the host. Very good, and that that was good to have a bit of context with Simon, but we'll come yeah. on to that in a minute. Because I that's... think if you'd have revealed that Simon was the one that wiped them out by his own decision, like he did with the trash people, yeah, um, and you hadn't have seen them in that episode, it would have had less impact. Well, I wouldn't. I didn't even put them together when we saw them in that episode. But um, Okay, interesting. But you're right. That is very possible that that is what happened. And uh, once again, shows Negan not really being able to control people. Um, well, I mean, Simon even says that. We're, we're diverging a bit, but later on he says, you know, I, I, I can't be controlled, essentially. Yeah, you know, I have he, no self-discipline. Because he is literally mental and he just wants yeah, to kill fucking people. fucking psychopath. Yeah. Um, so we think that the Oceansiders are going to come and join in the fight in the finale. And I think they'll save the day. Yeah. Uh, oh, and there's another thing really? that I think... Well, I, there's two things which we'll come, we'll come on to later... Um, but there's another thing which I think is stupid and will possibly happen next episode. Is it well, the we'll... recurrence of a character? No, it's not that. Oh. I will tell you my other theory, which probably is a very widely thought theory that you... might happen next week. Do you want to tell it now? Do you want to save it for? Uh, we'll save we'll save it when we're on to okay. another section. 
Um, swiftly moving on. It's time to talk about Eugene, Rosita and Daryl. Um, we all knew this was coming this week. Yeah. We knew they were going to go and get their bullet maker. We knew it was going to be probably what happened. Um, I don't think that any of us anticipated that Eugene uh, could, would purposefully vomit gross sardine mac and cheese gross. all over Rosita so gross and then go and hide under a pile of ashes what the mother fuck I mean clever Eugene has two things it, I mean he has one can thing I, can, I, can I just say I did not care for these scenes in any way shape or form but Eugene has a couple of things that he's good at and one of them is using his brain mm-hmm. um, the vomiting thing was disgusting and also like i was just like couldn't he have just run away i mean did he really i mean the vomit just absolutely threw rosita though i mean i mean it, it was do. fucking rank can it you was, imagine what that would smell yeah, like it was absolutely gross and then she's a terrible shot so not only that it's disorientated her so now she can't hit anything she's shooting like a stormtrooper to be fair if all you could do was smell vomited sardines and macaroni yeah, and cheese you probably wouldn't be I'd able be to raging. shoot very well either um but how did eugene escape Dowell and rosita i mean Dowell and rosita are like they're, ass, they're like top level in your MMORPG sort of th- yeah. situation. Eugene, like he's even used like a MMORPG analogy before when he was uh, talking to Abraham. Yeah. Like, you know, I've leveled up. I got to level two. You know, uh, how is he taking on Daryl and Rosita and somehow getting the better of them? Mental. Well, I suppose part of it is that kind of fight or flight adrenaline to do anything it takes yeah. to survive. Well, and he doesn't he, believe he's safe with them. Well, he's bitten a dick before to get out of trouble. That he has. He will you know, do anything Dwight to save himself. Dwight has never been the same. I've got to say, though, one saving grace from these set of scenes was that awesome um, crossbow arrow in the headshot of the guard right at the beginning. So yeah, that was great. That was really cool. And yeah. actually, we got a bit of crossbow action. I, I, I just, I think the thing that frustrates me is not Eugene's nonsensical ramblings, but the the misuse of great characters like Daryl and Rosita because they are actually pretty good characters when yeah. they're given the opportunity yeah. to be. Daryl's just not had enough material. He's had slightly more this half season. He's had a nice conversation <laughs> with Rick talking about the death of Carl and yeah. all of that sort of stuff. He's also had like a bit of dialogue when he was leading everyone and taking uh, baby Judith to the yeah. uh, to the hilltop, which he, is fine. He did get machine gun on a motorbike. Yeah, machine gun on a motorbike. That was cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just, just want a bit more from him, really. Um, you know, I, I fear for him next week. I I was about to say the same thing. I wonder if they might be killing him off. He, well, Norman um, Reedus must cost them probably quite a lot of money. I'm, I know they all got a pay rise about a year ago, a new contract for all the main stars. Mm. And I think it went up astronomically because they were getting paid literally awful money compared to some other shows like Big Bang Theory and all these other things. They were getting paid peanuts compared to those guys. So it'll be interesting to see who we lose next week, but we can have a little death prediction uh, thing at the end. That'd be quite fun, wouldn't it? Part of the season finale predictions, death predictions, uh, which we have done before. So, Mm. you know, all fun and games. Those those were the three elements of the show that I least enjoyed. Ooh. Well, can I just uh, can I just say about the whole Eugene thing? Um, oh yes, you can. Obviously, he um, he's escaped from Rosita and Daryl after being told by Rosita that you know you only ever look out for yourself. She mm-hmm. gave that quite good speech, which is very on very true about Eugene. Like you know they did ev- on point. Yeah, they did everything for him, and he's like completely abandoned them at this point. And and. I've been saying for the last two seasons now, because that's how long he's been over there, because like hardly any time has passed in the show. But mm. um, I've been saying that Eugene 
because of the Eugene in the comics is such a stronger character. I've been saying that they've been setting up this will Eugene get some redemption arc. Okay. Yeah. So after this speech, you could take it one of two ways. Now, I'm not sure that this will happen, but if Eugene is ever going to have his redemption arc, it's obviously going to be next episode. Yeah. There is, you know, Reddit chat and loads of other people saying this as well. Is Eugene making faulty bullets to fuck over the saviors. to fuck over the saviors yeah. so that basically when they go to shoot their guns at rick and co when they get lured into this full sense of security or this trap um there, there's gonna be a lot there's gonna be some that work and there's gonna be a lot of backfires yeah. obviously if a gun backfires it's extremely deadly um extremely deadly it, you yeah. you will die um, i've read a lot about this today um and i apologize to everybody for not bringing it up i just didn't want to talk about eugene anymore at the moment um i i don't know if there's a part of me that feels like it would be too easy to give him that redemption and and i've said this before about eugene in that you know what rosita said is absolutely right he only thinks about himself his own survival and his own well-being um and i I have to say, although he's been an idiot and he's an arsehole and he's dropped everybody and he's, you know, he's not rejected them, but he's he's screwed them over at times. He has stuck to his guns and stuck with the saviors because he knows that's where he's going to survive. And I've got some respect for that kind of sticking to your belief. This is where I'm going to be able to survive. This is how I'm going to get on. And he's picked what he thinks is the winning side. And actually, at the moment, if you... You take out the fact that it's very unlikely, I think, that Rick is going to die and that they're going to annihilate the whole group. On the face of it, the saviors are the ones who have more likelihood to win because they have a never-ending supply of soldiers and Negan is a complete maniac. Yeah, I mean, if you're a betting man, you'd put it on the saviors at the moment in time, especially considering what happens at the end of the episode. Mm. But, um, you know, our group is very, you know, resilient, they literally they come through any situation when, you know, they've been through so much. Um, and Negan and his philosophy aren't the ideal philosophy for the for the world going forward. Isn't it no, was not true. the ideal philosophy for the world going forward. So Don't sh- disagree with that at all. I, I think what will happen next week is we'll have some I think we'll have several character deaths next week, but yeah. the group will come through it. Um and if, well, I bloody hope so. Yeah, but, well they they bloody well will, Em, so don't well, you worry. Bloody good then. Bloody good. But there um, will be some, you know, there'll be some disasters along the way. I suppose we should touch on Gaby here a bit. Oh, well, I mean, I just don't know about Gabriel. Like, they did so much work. Like, I don't know. Building him up and developing Bil- as a character. Yeah, deve- just- developing him over the last uh, couple of seasons. Like, you know, making... He went from, like, dobbing Rick in um, at Alexandria to, like, Diana yeah. and all that lot. Do you remember when that was when, you know, he was fully dickish Gabriel like no one cared about it was a massive one it's the same in the comics um and then he has this turn where he starts fighting he actually starts killing people uh helping Rick's group like he has a rifle and he Mm -hmm. takes part and Rick starts to trust him a bit more and then we've got some more character development with him uh, with Negan in the trailer yeah which was a surprising turn for them to suddenly put those two characters together um but then I just feel like after the whole Carson thing, he's completely disillusioned. He's weirdly now blind. He's um, had a complete emotional breakdown in this episode yeah. out of like nowhere. Yeah, but you he's know... He's lost it. They could have done something with his character just being more resilient. I mean, the only person he's got to really talk to at the moment is Eugene. Mm. And if it's ever one character you can sort of be forceful against and show, no, I am, I'm, I'm not going to do what the fuck you want me to do. It's fucking Eugene. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's not like he's talking to Negan. 
It's not like he's talking to, like, Simon. He's talking to Eugene. Like, stop being a little puss and do something about it. Eugene has had a serious power trip, though, let's face it. One of the things that Gaby says is, um, I don't want to help you, but I do fear death. And then he starts talking about how maybe this is kind of punishment and he really is the man who locked his parishioners out of the church. He is that man. He did He definitely is. He did did that, that. Um, But then maybe that's who he is at at heart and he can't be better. Yeah, well, he might have an interesting... uh, storyline next week he might have a, a hand in what goes on next week as but well he's blind. i know i, I, so, I yeah, know hand, I, logical i just yeah good okay. but i just think that I, I see him and eugene maybe doing something but you know there's a lot of lot of cards at play here there's a lot of uh, pieces on the board and, and we need to figure out who's going to be doing what next week well, there's, a, there's a question for everybody out there will will eugene have his hero moment or is he just an ass is he just an absolute wanker? I mean, it's such a shame from the comics because I, I, I've banged on about it all literally ever since we did start this mm. podcast. It's just such a shame because he develops into an amazing character um, and they've completely fucked that up. Um, one, wow. with his writing and two, just with his, his, his character arc. So um, I, I hope that he has a redemption. I still want him to be a cool character because uh, is it is it Josh McDermott? It certainly is. Josh Lovely McDermott, man. good actor. He's funny. Oh, good! He plays it so well. He's uh, funny. He's a funny guy. If you gave him some good dialogue and you, yeah. you, you and you know, gave him I, the right character development, he would be a good character. I do think though that he does this dialogue spectacularly. Uh, I've got to say though, I'm the complete opposite to you. Then I really hope he doesn't get his hero. And he moment. dies. No, I don't want him to die. I, if, if he doesn't get his hero moment, I want him bludgeoned to death. We've had this fight before. Negan's not going to bludgeon no, him to death. No, I want Rick to bludgeon him to death. What, with Lucille? In fact, I'll take Rosita doing it, actually, because that'd be a um, nice... That'd be a complete inverse from the comics. So that'd okay. be very interesting. Okay, interesting. Um, yeah, no, I want him to sit to his guns and stick with the saviours. Sorry to interrupt your listening, guys. I hope you're enjoying this particular podcast. We just wanted to say, if you are having a good time listening to our content, then please do subscribe to us. You can do that on iTunes and major podcast apps. It gets downloaded straight onto your phone, so it's really easily listening. You don't even have to make an effort. It's just there. Um, we're also now on Spotify. Super exciting. Yeah, it's pretty cool, isn't it? Pretty cool, yeah. It's, a, you know, official now, yeah. Spotify. Um, and we've got loads of really exciting content coming out in the next few weeks. So next week we'll be bringing out our Westworld preview podcast, talking about season one and our predictions for season two, um, followed by weekly coverage once that launches towards the end of April. We'll also be bringing out our um, preview and review podcast on Avengers Infinity War. Oh boy, that's going to be exciting. Um, In the next few weeks. So listen out for that one. We do a lot of Marvel and and DC stuff um, as a a group. So it's always going to be a good listen. Um, Not only that, next week will be our coverage of the Walking Dead Season 8 finale. I know you're all really excited. Um, So do subscribe, follow us on social media as well. Details are always at the end of our pods or on our websites. Yep, yep. Not only that, uh, we are today doing a little podcast exchange with some friends across the pond, the fantastic Stinger podcast. They've got some really great content. Um, their podcast is excellent. We really enjoy it. And uh, here's a little bit of what they've got to say. We interrupt your regularly scheduled podcast to bring you an exciting announcement. You love movies and TV. We know you do because you're spending your precious time listening to this awesome podcast. And if you love this podcast, we've got another we think you might like. I'm Shannon. And I'm Phaedra. And we are Stinger, the entertainment podcast. 
We're two fangirls who love TV and movies, just like you, and every two weeks we discuss what we're watching, from Netflix to Hulu to Amazon to network TV, movies we've seen, and what's coming up next in entertainment. We hear so many people ask, what should I binge watch next? Or is that movie really worth seeing in the theater? If you have those questions, we're here for you. And you can decide which one of us is right. So check us out on your favorite podcast app, or you can listen on our website, stingerpodcast.com. Just search for Stinger Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Or connect with us on social media. We're Stinger Podcast everywhere. Thanks for that, guys, over in the US. Uh, they really are fantastic, so, so do definitely check them out. Um, but for the time being, let's get back to the good stuff in the Walking Dead podcast. So it is now time, I think, to talk about all of the greatest bits of this episode in one big chunk. It is Simon, Dwight, and Negan. Yep, good Lo- stuff. Lots of stuff happened in this episode around these three characters, and it was brilliant. Um, my favorite favorite parts of the episode came from from these scenes. Um, we got our you know most recent major character death from this. We got a bit of Gregory. Um, we had to say goodbye to Oggy. Which is... Yeah, fucking Gregory. But yeah, we said bye to Oggy, who who actually arguably has been one of the best actors on the show. Absolutely, definitely this season, in entirety of the season, he's great. And if you want to talk about a fantastic psychopathic villain. I yeah. mean, he's it. Simon yeah. is. Yeah. yeah, he's good. And I and, and, and know we just mentioned in our commercial there, Westworld. He's also in Westworld. He's excellent in that. I've start, we've obviously been re-watching that. Um, he's in that. So if you haven't seen Westworld, go check it out. Because um, he's also in that. And he, he has quite a minor role. But he also uh, plays he recurs a psycho... A lot. He's a psycho... Psycho. Say, he's like a psycho bandit robot. He's mad. Psycho robot he's, bandit he's, Oggy. He's called, he's a milk bandit. And basically he goes around houses and like steals people's Spoiler milk. Warning. And then yeah, it's fine. It's, you see it in the first episode. Okay, fine. But it, it's just, he's just great at playing these sort of crazy characters. He does it amazingly. And actually when I was at Walkstalkon a few weeks ago, God, a month ago now. Yeah, Jesus, time flies. Um, I watched a panel with, uh, with Stephen up there and uh, he is just as charismatic, like slightly less mental uh, in person as he is on screen and I think it's just a part of his personality he's brilliant that's good um, and I've got to say and this is one of the bits of feedback that John did send us apparently best zombie of uh, of the season uh, it was cool I actually didn't see that coming um, no I didn't it was a bit of a surprise to me good reveal uh, good reveal because there was a Subtle. part there was a part of me that uh, has been saying for a while and uh even mentioned it on Facebook to some of our uh, followers and saying about what is going to happen to Simon. And a lot of people assumed that he was going to get the Lucille treatment. I mean, we haven't seen Lucille properly in action um, since when? Glenn and Glenn and Abraham? Like, as in a, a death? I mean, she was mildly in action in this Oh, when she gets stabbed yeah. in the head. I mean, but yeah, but no, that, they were already dead. Two but, seasons. So there's a lot of, like, begging for blood uh, of Simon with Lucille. But... Um, it obviously makes complete sense to not do that because then he wouldn't turn and that you wouldn't you wouldn't have that cool reveal mm-hmm. of him being put on the fence. I mean, and that was chilling. And it was so like minor almost. You just sort of glanced past it. It wasn't like Ooh, Yeah, it wasn't they didn't make Simon. a big deal out of it, like marching him yeah. out there. It was just a shot really of Megan just looking at him being put on the fence. And, and yeah, hey, great great stuff that. So let's talk about uh Simon and Negan, who are arguably two of the um craziest 
characters in The Saviors. Uh, but also, I'd say arguably two of the best actors in the show. Negan hasn't had quite the best characterization, I think, that he could have had. But, you know, Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Stephen Ogg are, are great yeah. in terms of Saviors. Yeah. So we, we kick off with, we know that Negan knows about the trash people. Yeah. Um, and we get him kind of talking to Simon across the board table, so to speak, um, about, you know, his behavior and this, that and the other. Simon talks about having no discipline. Um, and then Simon ends up, you know, on his knees and we think he's going to get Lucille at that moment. Yeah, well, what did you think of that, Len? Yeah, we, we knew never we were going to kill him in that sort small environment. If he's going to kill him, he's going to make a statement out of it because Negan yeah. is the showman, you know, everything he says is an act. You know, he's mm-hmm. and like we said, he's bought into his legend. There was no way he's going to kill him in such a small this small group of people there. He mm-hmm. wants everyone to see, to, so, to say to them, look, if you step out of line against me, this is what's going to happen to you. Yeah. Um, so I didn't fear for Simon in that point. I just knew there were several threads that are going to be t- like pulled later on in this episode um, that were going to slightly unravel. Like Dwight is obviously yeah. you know, constantly on edge in this episode as well. So I knew these two things were just going to so slowly unravel it until the sort of finale of the episode. Um, and I loved it. I mean, Simon, you know, he doesn't learn his lesson, does he? I mean, oh, ne- absolutely not. Negan, because Negan sort of gives him a second chance here. Pretty much the next scene, he's in a room with Dwight saying... Saying, let's do a coup. Let's yeah. have a coup. Um, I'll get all the guys together, meet in the yard, and we'll take him out. I'll be honest, I wasn't quite sure what was actually going on at that point. I was like, what are we doing in the yard? Why are we going to the yard? It didn't yeah. really make sense to me. Yeah. She didn't need to, you know, by the time it all... Well, it was just um, for that dramatic effect of, uh, of Dwight, you know... You, this is the whole. The episode's actually done quite well in a way that you're not 100 percent sure what Dwight's thinking because he must be like, wait a minute. So, not only am I aligned with Rick, but now I've got to fake align myself with Negan again, and also then fake align myself with Simon and this coup. So his mind is an absolute mind fuck. He must be all over the shop. Yeah, exactly. So at this point, you weren't 100 percent sure what he was going to do, whether he was going to help uh, Simon take out Negan. But there was always that part of me that was just like. Yeah, he's obviously going to go tell Negan to sort of show his alliance to Negan yeah. and then sort of still help Rick out. Um, I definitely believe that. And I think actually it was a smart thing to do because I cannot imagine the trauma of Simon being in charge of the Saviours without Negan. I mean, it would be a... And I think Dwight knows that. Well. Dwight knows yeah. that's, the wor- that's the worst outcome. Simon is too unpredictable to put your faith in or your trust in as a leader, I think. Yeah. Um, um, unless you want to live in total, like, batshit anarchy. Yeah, and the reveal of um, Negan doing his usual uh, whistle uh, and then awesome. ste- stepping out and then, you know, every- all the snipers just taking the shots and killing them all. don't know why they didn't kill Gregory. I still don't know how that man is alive. Well, because he's a tool in more ways than one. Yeah, well, good, yeah. But he, you know, he genuinely... It, I just don't understand it. But um, so, yeah, it was good. It was great. Um, and Dwight was like, you know, what did he say? He said, you know, he'd he'd win. Like, you know, why did you do it? Like, he'd win. Like, yeah, you know. and that's absolutely right. Because Negan would always beat Simon. Because as much as Simon is a, you know, an unpredictable firecracker of crazy, um, Negan is mad, but he's also strategic. And he is smarter than Simon. Oh, he's smarter. That's the thing. Like, you know, Ooh. Rick's quite smart at times. Negan is also very smart at times. I'm sure yeah. we'll see 
both of them thinking they're smart next week, uh, <laughs> especially Negan. I think Negan can't get enough of what he's done in this episode, uh, and I think that'll be his undoing. But um, yeah, it was great to see them. And then Negan gives uh, Simon the sort of trial by combat treatment. Yeah, he basically says, you want to rule? Let's fight to rule. You fight for the win. You fight for control. Yeah. And um, and then we genuinely, it was like, it reminded me of a cross between the Game of Thrones trial by combat and the Run, Run DMC video where they're dancing in the warehouse. What, the break dancing? Yeah. Jesus, can you, you imagine if both of them started doing that'd that? That'd be fucking great. I bet there'll be a meme of that. Yeah. Um, But it was, that was brutal. Yeah. Absolutely if brutal. Ne- if, if Negan's going to prove himself to be this leader... He needed to do something like this, like a show of force, a show of power, a show of authority, because otherwise he knows that other people will be doing the same thing. I mean, and here's the other problem. Like, clearly his philosophy doesn't work. All of it doesn't work no. because not only is are the communities uprising against him, you also have the people in his own his own community uprising against yeah. him. Um, so his own lieutenants don't believe well his own lieutenants I mean you've got Dwight who he's at this point Negan knows that Dwight is a mole and at this point he knows Simon is also um, completely against him and and basically wants him dead so he's got to show his control he's got to show he's got to wrestle some sort of control back and the only way he sees doing that now is by A killing Simon in front of everyone B imprisoning Dwight and using him as a tool Mm -hmm. and C saying and doing the extermination of the hilltop because a lot of people were behind Simon in that on that sort of move and also to enact everything in order to retain control to to retain any semblance of control that's what he has to do now because it's gone so far you know away from his control Um, but the actual trial by combat was great Um, I love the fact that he strangled him or choked him to death instead of getting Lucille and bashing the shit out of him not be- not only because of the zombie thing but actually because it was just so you only you only kill someone like that if you're truly well, personal, emotionally it, motivated a, by it, that's a that's a sort yeah. of personal touch I'm fucking death. furious yeah. I'm going to put my hands around your throat and look into your yeah. eyes as the life goes out of them yeah and then he just cracks his throat or whatever oh. I mean it's just it's pretty grim great um, I've got to ask one question then and I don't know if you noticed this throughout the majority of this episode Negan was only wearing one glove yeah Michael Jackson style why I don't know I don't know did about you, you notice maybe, that yeah right? maybe he locked but I then really I, weird I noticed it and then I was kind of like does he always just wear one glove and I've just not paid but attention is I he just his batting so. arm that has the glove glove like a golf like it's a golfing glove you know you only wear one glove when you're golfing i don't know but i've never noticed it before and that's the kind of shit i notice i mean is like he's wearing one glove why that was weird um maybe he lost it uh with jadis you know she she wanted to maybe. keep a memento of him um so but, while this death match is going on yeah. um dwight and i've got to say austin austin emilio is doing a great job here of looking yeah. utterly fucking terrified by Negan and so confused as to what the hell he's supposed to be doing here. So what he does is he sends bloody Gregory uh, off to the hilltop with the map. Fucking Gregory. And then, to be honest, John actually does love Gregory. Like, as in, he, he loves him for being the little worm that he is. Somehow, he's still alive. Um, and put to use here by Dwight. Uh, at this, this is the point where Dwight gave Gregory uh, the map that I was like, yeah, he's been played here. See, it didn't get to me until um, I, I literally a little bit after. I that. was I was literally like Dwight thinks, and this is great from Dwight. It proves his uh, you know his alliance to Rick's group. It proves that he's you know fighting the good fight. Yeah, he desperately wants but, Rick's group to survive. But and this is the moment fun. when I was like, this is a double double whammy because, and we'll come on to it now. I mean, if 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 you want, but like 
we put it out on um facebook i think it was last week about like who did negan pick up in the car who did he pick up we had like 50 responses or something crazy did we think it was sherry did we think it was yeah. that girl whose name we couldn't remember who i can now tell you was laura laura yeah. yeah uh or was it gregory and a lot of people said uh that it was uh a lot of people said it was gregory um, yeah. But obviously, we see him at the very start of the episode with Simon, so we know that it that it wasn't him. Um, and it was all leading up to this moment where obviously it was Laura, the moment that Dwight gave over that map. I mean, do you want to hear some other crazy suggestions about who Negan picked up? Yeah, definitely. So, Especially uh, if they come from our listeners. No, well, yeah, there was a crazy theory going around that some people did buy into that it was actually Carl that he picked up. That's ridiculous. He's dead. Yes, but there was this theory going around. No, I don't like it. No, but it's hilarious. There's this theory going around that 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 Carl faked his own death to bring peace between Negan and Rick, and then he actually picked Carl up on the way. I mean, it's absolutely mental. This is what happens. I'm gonna say. I mean, I know that we're all very tin foil attached theories. to The Walking Dead, but that is taking it too far. I love guys. tin foil theories. That's why but I it, love Game of Thrones great. and all that stuff. I love a tin foil theory. A lot of thought behind it. Well done. Um, wrong, obviously. Yeah. So it was um, Laura. Um, you know, Heath was another option that people were saying. Where's Heath been? He's, you know, he's still out there. Um, so, you know, other people obviously said Sherry. Sherry was a very good shout. Um, and I hope we see Sherry again because uh, she's a comic book character and she has a very interesting uh, little role to play in uh, later later on. I mean, I don't Ooh. know if they'll if they'll go with, go with that, but they could do. Who knows? Um, but yeah, well, I've, Laura. I've got some um, I've got some comic questions actually. Now you've mentioned that, it's a good time to bring them up. Yeah, let's do it. So I know that the the kind of background of the storyline is not not the same, but are either Simon or Dwight's storylines here in any way akin to like Dwight and Negan in the comics, that storyline? So Simon doesn't exist. Uh, But I mean, if Simon were Dwight, for example, because they kind of both fit. No, there's nothing like that. I mean, the thing is with All Out War, and I've said it this, this since we started this podcast, it's actually not that many issues. You're looking at about in total about 15 to 20 comic book issues from the moment that Glenn gets his brains beaten in to the end of all that war, maybe 25 issues, maybe mm-hmm. it's like issue one, two, five or something. Um, so the, the fact is you actually don't get that much time with like Negan and the saviors. You know, you, you don't have to go through. It's not the opportunity is there? No, but you don't have to go through this character development of Negan. You know, he is this sort of maniac in mm. the comics, but he also has, you know elements of humanity he's not like the governor the governor in the comics is truly cartoon he is truly insane uh negan has even like in the show semblances of humanity yeah um but you don't really get that much of a glimpse into it um i'll say nothing more than that uh, at this stage but um you um... you know dwight in terms of dwight dwight is uh he's had pretty much exactly the same sort of arc where he has his face half of his face ironed yeah uh, Sherry is one of the um, wives of Negan mm-hmm. and then he rebels and, and double crosses Negan by going uh, with Rick's group behind his back yep. he also fires an arrow which isn't tainted with zombie guts at yep. Rick in the comics not Tara here um, Rick survives and Dwight is never discovered to be the double agent until the climax of the final battle so oh, interesting okay so this turn of him being captured at this point raises a lot of uh, questions, but in the show, do you think that um, Negan's going to kill Dwight? Uh, I don't. I think he's going to make an example of Dwight. I think he's going to. 
potentially kill him next episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll come on to the preview of next week's episode in a bit, but there is a shot of Negan and Dwight in mm-hmm. some sort of field or something. So there is some some something at play there. Do you think that the resurgence of uh, Daryl's sweatpants suit outfit will bring also a resurgence of Easy Street? Oh my God, not that again. had it in my head all bloody day since i saw that sodding sweatpants suit thing that fucking song (laughs) furious yeah i mean dwight has been he he's been outed um i thought not in that way well not yet well that's 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 the double whammy Daryl. yeah 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 everyone's shipping uh dwight and uh daryl as a romantic couple now i think they're calling them daryl yeah daryl yeah Yeah. forget jesus and daryl we're all about the daryl daryl yeah that's, that's what the kids are saying, um, definitely. So we know that he's going to be pushed around and treated like shit and made to feel really, really fucking stupid now that he uh, has... Fucked Rick's group over, essentially. Yeah, not intentionally. Like, bless no. his heart, it's not his fault. Yeah, well, Daryl's going to be fuming about this, isn't he? Yeah, he's going to definitely think it's uh, intentional. Yeah. But then, then we come to... We see the group getting the map slightly before this. Yeah. Um, Gregory goes back in the cage, which I loved. Back in the it's cage. Like, All right, Gregory, in you go. It's the only you prisoner. Now. Yeah, just you. In you go. Even saviors the other saviors are allowed out yeah. now. They're allowed out for playtime all the time. Gregory, no. Um, and then obviously, you know, we, we all trust Dwight and, and Dwight trusted this information. Uh, so the, the gang at Hilltop are getting ready to go out and, and deal with that. And then we get Michonne. Uh, out on her own, on a rooftop, reading Carl's letter to Negan yep. over the walkie-talkie. And um, I like this because, you know, one of the questions I asked at the beginning of the episode was, do we think that either of them could listen to it and, and move forward? I think this just proved that Negan cannot. He cannot go back now. He can't go back at this point in time. He he sees the only way this is ha- is going to be solved now because it's beyond breaking point, is to kill all of the hilltop mm-hmm. or most of the hilltop and then move on from this situation. But, that you know, he can listen to the words in the letter, but they're, just don't, they're not necessarily now. It's after defeat. If he gets defeated, which we all assume mm. that Negan will get defeated, is, you know, if he's allowed to live. Yeah. Um, which I, you know, realistically, you can't really see happening, but is a very possible outcome now that rick's read the letter um so he can still listen to the words but right now he can't no, right I now i think pre-culmination of, of all out war final battle yeah there is no way in hell that negan is taking those words on board from yeah. carl and michonne's trying to do the right thing she's trying to do what carl wanted yeah. which is broker a peace essentially that's what carl wanted to find a way yeah. of peace um through non-violent means um, yeah. which is why michonne took this last effort to go out there put herself at risk, read this letter to Negan. Um, and, you know, sadly it didn't work because we're finally getting the Negan that we all want to see. Crazy, insane Negan. Crazy, insane, like, off his fucking rocker Negan. 
yeah. brilliant. Like when it, Michonne finished reading that and was like, yeah, it's great, but um, no more talk. See you later. See you later. We're going to kill this you now. Bash this to pieces. Yeah. I'm going to come and kill the lot of you. I loved that bit. That's what that's what I want to see. I wanted yeah. to see more of that. Definitely. Um, and I think that next week we will. Yeah. Thank God. So. Uh, uh, I think it's going to be pretty exciting. So the old preview for next week then. Yeah, preview for next week. So we see the gang going out or as a my typing whilst watching is not good, FYI. Um, we see the gang going out. They're yep. going to attack the uh, alleged outpost, which are obviously a trap. Um, it's a trap. We've got Dwight in Daryl's jumpsuit uh, with Negan. Yeah. A little glimpse of that. Yeah. Um, and then there is this big ass fight scene out in the open in the middle of a fucking field yeah it's inter- what is this? interesting so obviously it's clever from negan at this point as we think what he's done is to lure rick and co into an open open shooting ground because yeah no defenses ob- obviously behind the hilltop they're quite well defended they've already tried to take the hilltop mm-hmm. once and failed uh, it's very hard to take somewhere that's fortified where the other where the opposition has had a chance to set up traps set up um you know different formations etc but yeah. going out into an open field or an open area to attack these outposts is essentially suicide well it, it is would be also, a massacre it's also very similar to the attack on the outpost post that king ezekiel carol and the say uh, and the kingdom oh yeah fighters. they had those big guns and yeah. that'd be that and they were it? absolutely massacred yeah so and you know eugene and his bullets this is where eugene's uh little redemption arc could happen but could or couldn't. Who knows? probably won't maybe will i'm not quite sure i've got to say there is one thing that eugene said in this episode that i really quite liked and actually talking about whether he will or he won't um, one of the last things he said is, it's time to do something useful with our pathetic lives. Yes, so he says that again. And so he, he uses that, that in anger, right? Yeah. But that's why I think there's this sort of like, oh, next week he could take it mm. the other way. And he's either talking to everyone in terms of killing the hilltop or, or he's talking to Gabriel and himself. And Gabriel and himself. About yeah. saving the hilltop. Uh, so, yeah. So I interesting. Mean, it, I see two things happening. I mean, if we're going to go on to like, let me as well do predictions for next week. I would week. definitely want to do predictions. I've got some questions for you though. Okay. Um, but we will do, carry on with what you're saying. So my prediction for next week is um, Rick believes Dwight after taking out like one of the outposts or mm-hmm. something uh, that Negan might have there. Or he might put one or two actual real ones there to fool Rick. And then Rick will go on with the plan They'll all march out into the open, be ambushed by Negan. Mm-hmm. He'll basically do some villainous speech, yeah, um, which will literally backfire because uh, Eugene's bullets won't work, and mm-hmm. they will backfire in a lot of their faces. Rick and Co will have time to scatter, and then an all-out, all-out war. Sorry for all the puns here. Will ensue, mm-hmm. um, uh, and then Rick's crew will pretty much be very badly injured, and out of nowhere, the Oceansiders will come and save the day. Um, to which Rick and Co. and all the communities defeat Negan, and then there's a decision to make about what to do with Negan. Okay, so I largely agree with that, except for the bit about the bullets, because yeah. I definitely think the didn't like Eugene... my backfire pun. No, I mean uh, I did like the pun. Yeah. Um but I didn't like what you actually meant with yeah. the words. Um, I don't think that Eugene is going to have his hero moment. It's probably just what I want. But can um, he die then, please? Because that's what I want from him. Well, I was going to say, I'm going to predict some deaths. Okay, well, let's do the death. season finale. Yeah. Um, I, I think everything you said is pretty much spot on knowing this series. Um, there is a part of me that would 
if the if it had been a two-parter season finale, I would have quite liked it to seem like Rick's group was never going to win, and then they did. But yeah, you know, yeah. Oceanside is definitely going to turn up with Aaron. You know, all, all ladies in armor. They've got no guns though. Rick took all the guns. They'll find something. Yeah, out of nowhere, Deus Ex Machina. They'll find some yeah. guns. Um, but yeah, death predictions. Do you want to hear who I think is going to die? Yeah, go for it. Your de- Emma's death predictions are usually awful. Yeah. So be prepared for some absolute left field things here. I don't know. I think Dwight's going to die. I think that's very possible. Uh, I am please. Please forgive me, everyone, and especially Shell. I'm sorry for saying this. I know you listen, and please still let me be your friend and auntie to your beautiful daughter. I think Daryl is going to die. Very um, possible. Very, um, very possible. Then I do think that we might lose Carol or Morgan. Well... They're not the worst death predictions that, I've ever made. They're the most sensible death predictions yeah, yeah. you've ever made. I think, yeah, Daryl, 75% chance of death. Yeah. Carol, I see she's got a bit more growth now because of this whole Ezekiel relationship thing. I see that going somewhere. So uh, I'm going to say she's not going to die. Okay. Morgan will probably, he's like an 80% chance to die, mainly because he's working on Fear the Walking Dead now, which means that it's, it's hard to balance the schedules because they, they actually... He would have to work all year. All he would time. literally just be constantly on Walking Dead, yeah. and I don't think he will do that. So I think he's got a very strong chance of dying. Plus, uh, he's gone past the point of no return. Yeah, I could see him doing something heroic and going out that way and then maybe, maybe sort yeah. of just redeeming himself before he dies. He's saving Rick from Lucille and then getting so, Something, or... something. He'd do something. Um, so Morgan, I think, has got like an 80-90% chance of death. Yeah. Um, because they've just done so much with Morgan now and it's clear that he's... Clear, once again, another pun, sorry. No. He's, he's gone, you know, past the point of no return. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think they're all good... <coughs> I think they were. I think they were all good shouts. I mean, I, I don't think I've got anyone else to add to that, really. No, I mean, no left field predictions. Well, Maggie's contract negotiations, as far as I understand it, still <clears throat> have not been sorted. Now, they cannot kill a pregnant Maggie in this show. I just, I just don't see it happening on AMC. Um, no, I, I agree. If it was HBO, you know, mm. you know, I could see it, but I can't see it happening. So it's, it's going to be. That's going to be an interesting situation. Just keep an eye on that. I think anyone else to go... I mean, I would love Gregory to die. I think he, he probably won't die. I think he's like all all evil people. It's only the good that die young and Gregory will live forever well, and haunt us haunt in us. human form, not even the, like a zombie. The worm that he is. Um, um, we haven't mentioned it, but so we clearly don't think, either of us, and um, I assume John is with no, us jo- on this. John's with us on this, yeah. Negan's not going to die. Uh, yep, yeah, I think we're all in unanimous vote that Negan will live. Mm-hmm. Um, one... Because Jeffrey Dean Morgan is such an important asset to the show. Um, yeah. He does sh- bring a whole other uh, like fanship. So yeah, he's he's got a massive following. I think I think the show would be worse to not have him in it in some respects. When um, they actually put him in it. What? When they actually put him in when the show. When they actually put yeah. him in the show, yeah. Um, and I just can't see them doing it, especially Rick after reading a letter and everything that Carl's been saying. And, you know, it just Carl's death would mean nothing if they killed Negan at this point. Yeah. What could be interesting is if they, like, go to save, like, they, they spare Negan's life, but someone else, like Maggie, just goes rogue and absolutely blows his brains out. That would be fantastic. Hey, that would be... That's a surprise because at this moment in time, I reckon everyone listening to this uh, or most people listening to this think that Negan is going to live. 
right? Yeah. I think it's pretty, pretty much. much been set up that way. It's very obvious that's what they're doing. So a little left field turn like that would be very interesting. It would be fantastic. Um, I've got to say, I, I have one wish for the season finale. I want Jesus back. So Where's Jesus? He was in the episode, which was B-movie delight of Night of the yeah. Living Dead uh, attacks nowhere, the hilltop. Yeah. Very minimally. Yeah. He's got away again. Well, he just hasn't really been... I, I hope he gets some cool capoeira-type kung fu-type yeah, stuff to do in the I in do. the finale. Like, him and Morgan had a good team up before, so maybe they can do yeah. that again. Um, yeah, he, you know, hopefully he survives. I mean, I see they have to kill off some big characters next episode yeah. because at the moment, Rick's casualties, I know that Carl is, you know, it's an unspeakable casualty and one that I will never forgive the show for. Um, but enough about that. But um, they have to kill someone major. Yeah, they have to kill at least at one, least major, one character. major character, and we don't think it's going to be Rick. No, and I don't even think it's though, going to be Negan either. Even though we know that Rick ends up by a tree with stained glass windows, similar to the sort of farm land area that mm-hmm. we see the battle take place in, right? Similar to that that we've seen in the previews. Yeah, we know that Rick is by a tree with a wound on his side, mm-hmm. and that's Bloodshot Rick. Right, and Bloodshot Rick has to come in. Oh to yeah, next. So episode. I assume that to be the end of the battle after having spared Negan's life. That's my prediction. Now, he's, sh- he's, he's he's injured. He's badly injured. Again, Rick is somehow like a walking machine. I mean, if you got shot as many times as he did, when there's no doctors around and no sort of treatment properly, you would die. You'd been dead about seven If you get shot in again. the arm and he doesn't get treated properly, you will die. Yeah. Like, so... However, have you thought about the fact that we've had other future visions that have not come to fruition or cannot come to fruition and maybe Bloodshot Rick is just a lie? No, so I think the the, the ones you're talking about, the dreamy old man Rick going down, having breakfast with the family. Just seeing, playing devil's advocate. I yeah, don't think it's a lie. No, I think the way they stupidly put that in a like weird vignette with all this hazy white dreamlike stuff is and super happy people and like Negan well hello there darling picking strawberries is obviously a fantasy and and was Carl's it's my fantasy yeah well it was Carl's fantasy so you and Carl something no, alike he's not even legal no but um, um but uh this is obviously tied back to the very first episode of season 8 the bloodshot rick and i think it is yeah. definitely the end of all that war or towards the end of it or something's happened yeah. so i have to say some of it it's been up and down it's been a it's been a roller coaster of emotion so far but i am really looking forward to and terrified to see the uh see slate finale and that the the closing of all out war next week yeah and the great thing about next week is we're going to be doing um we're actually going to watch it all together um Yay! which is a very rare occasion we're actually going to watch it all together and podcast straight away after watching it so that get raw emotions reactions all sorts and that's what you that's what you want really yeah I mean John is especially raging after most episodes so yeah, but I've, for this one I've got yeah favourite I've got a funny feeling that he might enjoy next week I think you might be right I've got a funny feeling that I might even enjoy next week I, I'm going to love it because I love it anyway yeah well you do but so. I'm going to love it like 10 times as much as normal because I think it's going to be fecking awesome I, it's got the it's got all the makings to be a great episode yeah. so let's hope that it, it that they just don't fuck it up yeah. So next week, big battle scene. We're very excited. Um, that's it from us today yep. on uh, the latest episode of Walking Dead. As I said, we'll be back next week, usual time. Uh, recording a bit early, but we'll be out ASAP for you to listen to our immediate reactions on the final episode of season eight. 
As always, if you enjoy listening to us, please do follow us on Instagram, Twitter, the usuals. Subscribe to us on iTunes so it just downloads on your phone. Visit our website for any other details. That's fancritical.com. Tonight, I've been your host, Emma. John is somewhere up north doing... Manchester. Yeah, no one knows. Yeah, no one knows. No one knows what he's doing. Um, And as always, our trustful Len. Uh, Thanks, guys. Yeah, looking forward to next week. Thanks so much for listening. See you later. Bye.